spent too much time in California. Now I got that Rona. Gotta be a loner. Staring at my phone. Gotta be a loner. Gotta be a loner. Alright, and we're back. It's the Alonavirus Podcast, the now once a week Alonavirus Podcast. It might be twice a week, sometimes Alonavirus Podcast, but on guest day Monday, we got once a week Alonavirus Podcast, and I might throw in some Thursday by myself solo Alonavirus Podcasts. All right, where where are we? It's been a while. Um, it's the uh, middle of April, I think. Still quarantined, still Alona, still doing this podcast. That means we're still in quarantine. We're still isolated, and you know things are sort of shifted. People are kind of now talking about when when everything's going to get back to normal, as opposed to uh, how to address the growing pandemic, which. Is a good sign, I guess. It's sort of positive, but it's also... This is not something you can screw up because the predictions that I've seen um, based on the data right now are showing a, um, a second spike in cases, and that's something that we definitely want to avoid. And if things do start to roll out, uh, the normalcy, whatever that protocol is to roll out... Um, getting back into regular life without the quarantine stuff. Really, the uh, most important elements to capture there are um, testing, the ability to test pretty much anywhere at any point, to capture any new cases, and also to contact trace, and um, hopefully a treatment at that point. Otherwise, this is going to happen again. Uh, we're going to be back in the same situation, and that's going to be super frustrating and a lot worse. So let's hope that uh, things start to get done right, and hopefully people have wisened up and are starting to take this thing seriously because you know we've been stuck inside for over a month, and for good reason. But let's not do it again if we don't have to, you know. So. That's not to say that it's time to get back to normal because it's not. I mean, we're, if anything, still um, approaching the peak. Uh, I think New York City has hit a point where their um, infection rate has slowed, but it's still it's still a huge problem. Still, thousands of people dying every day. I mean, it's not it's not over, and we need to keep doing what we're doing. And um, It'll, it's all for it's all for the right reasons, and it's uh, hopefully people are making the best of it. I still haven't got my twelve hundred dollars, but hopefully that's coming. Um, but something that we're all dealing with is uh, how to go out in public, you know, and how to how to buy food, how to uh, do those essential things that allow us to sustain this weird life, and also any life, but. Um, Especially now because grocery shopping has become a weird thing. It's like a very trying... I'm not allowed to do it because I suck at it. So uh, if that says anything, I, uh, I like to wander around the aisles and, and just kind of look at the colors. Like a child. Uh, so I don't, I'm not allowed to do it. Um, but somebody's doing it in every household, at least one person, and... Um, it's a trying thing. It's maybe panic-inducing. It's difficult. Um, you you kind of have to 
you have to plan, you have to figure out what you're going to do, you got to you got to take care, you got to be extra cautious. It's it's stressful from what I hear. I'm not allowed to do it, so I wouldn't know, but it's stressful. And uh today on this podcast we have um, a friend of mine named Phil who works at grocery store and uh he gives you some good information list of his best practices from his lens how to how to navigate this this uh thing that we all we all have to deal with right now so uh please listen to what Phil has to say I'm not going to tell you where to find him or where he works but just uh instead of giving thanks to Phil just give thanks to your 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 grocery store workers and uh be grateful for what they're doing. You know, some people are out there calling them heroes. They're, they're not heroes. They're just people doing their jobs, and they're fortunate to have jobs, and they are put in a strange, compromising position by having by just doing what they have been doing. They didn't sign up for anything, you know, and that would put them at crazy risk. So respect them, be grateful to them, and, uh, you know, be nice to them and thank them. And, and as I've thanked Phil for uh, his helpful uh, points, and also you'll see that he's going above and beyond, above and beyond for his community and his, his friends and his people. So, uh, you know, take a lesson from Phil and uh, listen to his list of best practices. Coming up on the Alone of Virus, you guessed it, podcast. This is, this is great. We're back at the Alone Virus podcast here with my friend Phil, aka Beautiful, from back in the day. Yeah, man. Phil is a <laughs> Phil. Phil's a friend, and um, he is on the front lines of this whole thing. Found himself strangely on the front lines, um, working at a grocery store, and yeah, I want to talk to you about your whole experience becoming like this strange figure, this strange, like heroic, uh, yeah, man. The, <laughs> on the front <laughs> lines of this whole thing. Like what is, I wasn't planning on being a folk hero, but like, <laughs> I mean, you don't plan for stuff in this world, I guess, you know? Yeah. Heroism just kind of falls in your lap, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, I mean, like it's wild. <laughs> yeah so what when did things start to change for you so i'm in new jersey um it was about like two and a half weeks ago when like everybody started going insane and like so there was like a a four or five day period where like it was just a complete and utter chaos um which thankfully after all the people who are prone to like buying 19 cases of toilet paper got their toilet paper um things have settled down quite a bit now but you know things are still different and uh i wanted to talk about like things that i see that like kind of some best practices for people like because you have to eat food you gotta you gotta get your food somehow so like what to do in the grocery store to keep yourself safe to keep others safe to like maintain the perception to people that like you're not a big jerk um so yeah yeah i would love to hear what you have to say from uh, your own your own lens yeah 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 so like i got a little list um 
That brings oh, yeah. you to that. My first thing, have a list. When you go yeah. to the grocery store, have an idea of what you want, have a plan. You don't want to, you don't want to just go in willy nilly and like look at everything and touch everything and take forever. You want to get in, you want to get out as fast as you can. Cause every time you're out in public, you are putting yourself at risk and potentially putting other people at risk. So have a list, follow it, get in and out. Um, another thing, when you're getting stuff on your list, be decisive about what you want. If you don't pick up stuff and put it back on the shelf, because like even if you're wearing gloves, like that keeps germs from getting on your hands, but there's germs on those gloves. So like if you're picking stuff up and changing your mind and putting it back, like, you know, you could be potentially putting somebody else at risk, which is not cool. Um, one thing that is important to me that I, in my experience, people have been doing a really good job about. It's like, if you got kids, I know they're bored. They don't want to be stuck at home all day. But like, tough, like leave your kids at home. It is seriously hard enough getting grown adults to stay six feet away from each other without like little bored kids who got all this pent up energy trying to run around. So like, and I think most people have been pretty good about that, but some people are just clueless. Um, another thing, like, I think some people tend to like go grocery shopping a couple of times a week and like just get what they want for a couple of days. And like, you know, under normal times it's fine, but like try to like get a week's worth of stuff when you go out, like go out as, as few times as you can, just cause like you want to stay safe. Um, also like, I know you and your boo boo are like stuck at home. You're bored. You can't go out for a drink. You can't go out to dinner. Like, don't go on a date to the grocery store. Like, <laughs> if you need help carrying your groceries in, they can stay home and they can help you. But, like, you know, it's it's not a social event. Like, you're, it's only, like, to take care of the essentials. So, like, I have, I have seen people, like, go around and, like, you could tell that they're on a grocery store date. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, that's not a good look. Um, a lot of places, you know, where I where I work included, we're limiting the amount of people in the store. So sometimes you got to wait in line to get in. And hours are not normal. A lot of places are closing earlier. So know when the place that you're going closes and give yourself enough time to wait in line and go and get your shopping done. Because, like, everybody's stressed out. And you don't want to be the guy that shows up 10 minutes before before you close and then there's 15 people in line waiting to get in and they'll probably let you in and get your shopping done but like why why not just plan ahead it's not like you got other stuff that you got to be around to do you don't have like a full agenda so give yourself give yourself an hour and a half like if they close at seven get there at 5 30 wait in line for 15 minutes get your sh grocery shopping done and get out of there before everybody's like looking at you sideways. Like what, what is this guy doing? Um, also like related to everybody kind of having some stress from this, just like be kind, exercise some civility. If you need help, ask nicely, keep your distance. Like don't get in a fight with anybody. Somebody got the last bottle of hand sanitizer. So getting mad at them, maybe think like, Hey, maybe I should go early in the morning while they still have some hand sanitizer. 
Like, there's no reason to, to, we don't need to fight each other about this. We're in it together, you know, as a community. Like, just be cool. I mean, that's pretty much the main list of, like, I feel like best grocery store behavior that I have. Um, I'm sure there's other things you could do. But, you know, basically, like, plan ahead. Don't take too much time. Don't bring extra people. And be excellent to each other. Oh, yeah. That's a great list, Phil. Uh, so basically what it comes down to is expedience, intelligence, all common sense, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. It goes, Absolutely. A, goes a long way. Yeah. I agree with you. I think people underestimate just, uh, you know, how contagious this virus is. And people still don't necessarily take it seriously. And grocery store is a great place to transmit this thing so absolutely tons of people everybody's touching everything um which i saw online the mayor of my town put something up really i thought was really thoughtful a couple days ago said if you have to go in public number one assume that everybody that you come in contact with can infect you number two assume that you can infect every single person that you come in contact with and number three think about number one and two again. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like I would swap those personally. I would say you act as if operate under the assumption that you have this virus. And then number two, operate under the assumption that everyone else has the virus. too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, that's definitely important um, advice. And so I want to ask you, you're, you're in this, uh, in this store, in this, um, place a lot right you're spending yeah. a good amount of time there you're seeing a lot of things like generally what what is the vibe are like people is it just like a very stressed out environment are are people afraid like or is it just kind of like all right we're here because we have to be let's get this done like, what does it feel like in there i haven't been uh so 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 the store i work at is like kind of known to be a fun place got a kind of lighthearted maritime theme to it. Um, I think people are kind of using it a little bit as an escape. Um, we're only letting 25 people in the store at a time, so it's not very crowded. Most of the time we got more crew in the building than customers, which is a big change from normal. And, you know, I would say that like 80% of people like totally get it, give each other their space, get in and get out. And then you got like 10% of people who are just like kind of clueless and like, but like if you're polite and like remind them, um, you know, like, Hey, would you mind stepping back a couple feet just so we can like keep our personal space. They're totally cool about it. And then you got 10% of people that like think the virus is a hoax and everybody is way stupider than them. And, you know, mostly I just try to minimize my contact time with those people. Cause like, I'm not going to convince them otherwise, nor is it my job to, but, um, you know, I think most people have been like pretty legit, which is like kind of surprising in a really nice way. Um, at least in my experience, I did go to like a big grocery store the other day to get some stuff that my store doesn't sell. And it was kind of a trash fire. Um, as much as I like hate to give Jeff Bezos my money, I've kind of decided that anything I can't get at work, I'm going to order online just cause like 
you know, my mom lives with me. She's in her seventies. Her health is not awesome. And I went in the store and like, sure, they got some tape on the ground, like stand this far away, but everybody is like completely oblivious in their own like little world. And like, I'm like trying to like back up and like keep my bubble secure. And like, people are looking at me like, what's, why is this guy acting so weird? It's like, bro, do you watch the news? Like, (laughs) this is serious. So I'm not, I've decided that, you know, as far as going out in public goes, it's to work and that's it. And anything else, like, you know, luckily we live in a time where you have pretty much almost anything at your fingertips that can be delivered to your door without seeing another person. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, uh, making this easier, I think for everybody, for sure. Sure. Also helps that you can have like literally decades of media on call for you. So, yep. A lot of movies getting watched right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. so I was wondering as far as, um, like the people above you management and store owners and that kind of thing, are you getting a lot of information from them to help you feel safer? Like, are they changing the regulations in any way? We we've uh, put a lot of stuff into place. Um, so currently some of the things we're doing is number one, anybody who is sick or scared or anything like that. Uh, you know, the company I work for has said, Hey, stay home. And we'll pay you for your day. And we're not going to use your accrued paid time off. Like, let's just keep everybody safe, which I think is awesome. Um, We're only using every other cash register at a time. And then every hour switching which one is active and having somebody like fully clean and sanitize the other one, um, which is good. You know, we have like, tape marked out on the floor for when people are waiting in line, reminding them how far away six feet is, you know, when you have a public place with a bunch of people, it is really difficult to manage all of that stuff. But I really do feel like they're trying to do the best that they can and like hoping that people are self-aware enough that they can at least be looking out for themselves and therefore benefiting others um and it's like we i like hand sanitize my hands and the uh register area between every customer and it's like sure it's like a little extra work and kind of a pain but like totally worth it you know yeah are you uneasy about like going to work or do you ever feel like unsettled being there and that putting yourself in that situation potentially you know i am comfortable to be assertive about my own personal space and letting somebody know if they're in it so and and maybe it's a little bit of hubris or whatever but i i feel like i'm equipped to take care of myself the best that i can um and you know when i come home like what i do is i come home I go straight up to my room. I change my clothes. I put the clothes I was wearing in the washer. I wash my hands and face really good before I come in contact with anyone in my family just because I don't want to put them at risk. Yeah. Well, that makes sense to me. Um, 
Uh, what was I about to ask you? It's slipping away. Um, I'm having a brain fry fart thing. Uh, oh, oh yeah. You mentioned earlier that, uh, and I think this is amazing before we started the podcast that you were, you were, since you're already out there, you're kind of looking, looking at it like you're already out here, might as well help other people yeah, out in your community and your family. And that's, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I've been taking grocery lists from neighbors who are older and, uh, you know, uh, both my dad and my mom. And I have a friend who lives with his girlfriend who has lupus and she's on chemo. So she hasn't left the house in four weeks. So just been like getting grocery lists and dropping it off in their doorstep and have them Venmo me. Cause I figure like I'm out here, like my chance of like getting it, it, it is what it is, you know, but like, why not? Since I'm, I already have that risk it just seems like the right thing to do to use that to keep other people from putting themselves at risk. Um, and also it keeps me from like being bored at home and like, am I just going to like eat frozen pizza after frozen pizza or like make myself 17 cocktails and drink them? Or <laughs> will I go on a grocery run for my friends and family? So just like trying to do what I can, you know? Well, that's, that's really noble of you, Phil. And, and, I applaud you and thanks. I yeah. I think everybody that hears this will, will think the same. I think it's great. And a lot of people are talking about how grocery store workers are, are heroes. And, and I think that's a little bit, that's a little far-fetched. It's a little silly. Like sure. you guys are yeah. doing your jobs, but like stuff like that is honestly above and beyond. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean, just cause the world is like insane and like kind of going to shit. Like, you know, I still want to do what I can, you know, if I can, if I can keep one or two or three people from getting sick, like, why not do that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, so are you working more frequently than you were before this whole thing started? Um, about, well, actually like a little bit more. Um, but it's, it's funny. It's, it's not as busy now after that first week where it was insane. Now it's like, you know, what's the difference between Tuesday and Saturday these days? There's no difference. So there's no big rush on the weekend. <laughs> there's a, you know, it's not, it's not as busy. There's less people, even though they're buying more things. But so normally I close. So about half of my shift, I'm there helping customers and then the other half uh, receiving the delivery for the next day and putting it out. And we've been getting done early. Um, but the company has been really good about like giving people the hours that they need to like maintain their benefits. And, you know, we've been having a lot of like kind of group discussion, huddles, people raising concerns, listening to other people's ideas of how we can do stuff better. Um, also like with our extra time, you know, having some fun team building games that don't require you to be too close to each other. So, you know, I, I mean, Honestly, I can't complain. Um, I still have fun at work. People I work with are great. They care about stuff. They're uh, on board with doing all the things that some people might think are silly. Um, get the job done. I mean, people got to eat. So try to facilitate that as best we can. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what, are the, what are the top sellers right now? Well, um, always 
the cauliflower gnocchi is a huge seller because you know you got to be carb conscious when you're putting on your core in 15 <laughs> um toilet paper paper towels hand sanitizer uh cases of water uh and then like randomly like every day there will be like a different weird thing that there's a run on like we got like bought out of like Thai chili cashews. It's like, oh man, I want to take some home for a snack, but you know, it's hard times. You got to deal. <laughs> it's it's weird how 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 people kind of react. And also, you and I used to work together at, at a place, mm-hmm. and and remember, like, I feel like there's just something in the air sometimes where everybody just wants the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely, and there's like. You couldn't ever predict it. There's no rhyme or reason to it. But like, sometimes, you know, everybody needs nutmeg. (laughs) But I guess a lot of people are baking now because they're home. Um, Maybe that could be why why there is no nutmeg. Oh, we've been running out of flour a lot too, which, hey. Have you been on Instagram or Facebook? Oh, yeah, dude. A lot of bread bread being baking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, a couple days ago, I started a, a little sourdough starter for the first time. So next week I won't post it on Instagram though, unless it looks really awesome. Okay. I'll hold you to it. Yeah. Although I don't, Oh yeah. You mostly, you don't post food photos anyway. Uh, sometimes I do. Do you? But okay. Only if it looks really awesome. <laughs> gotcha. Um, all right. So there are certain questions I've been asking every guests that I've been talking to and I don't sure. know if they all apply to you because your situation is a little different but uh you can tell me if it applies or not and choose to answer it or not answer it however you feel like sure um so the first one is and I'll just ask it like it's written and you can you can adapt it however you see fit sure if you were not in quarantine right now yeah what would you be doing um probably going out drinking or eating out regularly i did that a lot it's it's been kind of nice to like save money and make food myself and you know go to the liquor store instead of the bar so that's a plus from from isolation yeah yeah that makes sense so it's it's uh it's friday right yeah yeah yeah. friday afternoon Yeah. yeah going out and doing something social yeah or fun or whatever yeah man that makes sense. Um, okay. Second question is, what, what good do you think will come out of this whole situation? Um, I think that I'm seeing people just kind of generally, like, passively respecting each other better than normal, which is nice. Um, I think that politically, like, a lot of people might be seeing that maybe some scary socialist things might be things that we need. Hopefully they see that. Um, you know, I think that uh, people are learning to like get along and not rely on like having fun all the time, which is a good thing too. Do you think any of, the, any of these things will stick? I hope so. Um, too early to tell, I think. Yeah. Ask me in October when we're still isolated. 
<laughs> Good point. Uh, okay, uh, what what do you fear the most from this whole thing? I fear that the powers that be are going to decide that it's okay to get back to normal before it is, and it's going to come back even worse than it is now. I think that, to me, that's a real fear. Um, you know, having, you know, public people saying like, oh, we're, we're extending the quarantine till the end of April. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor or a scientist or, or anything like that. But it seems really short sighted and not logical that, oh, after a month, we'll be cool, guys, you know? Yeah, well, I, I agree with you. And you're just looking at the regular old evidence and using common sense and getting to that. So I don't think being yeah. a scientist is required, but hopefully no. some people come around. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then the last question I have is, um, how long are you prepared, like, whatever that means, but how long can, can you continue this, like, this lifestyle, this uh, quarantine, this, like, putting yourself out there type of thing? Like, uh, I know that there's no, you, you're not going to actually have an answer, but, like, do you feel like, you know, this is sustainable? Honestly, like, I think that if people can get the medications they need and get food to eat, and, you know, economically be able to support those two things only. I would like to think that it can go on for a long time. Um, I mean, I got a 50-pound bag of rice and a bunch of dry beans and stuff. And, like, if, if the shit hits the fan, like, I'll get bored of rice and beans, but I'm not going to starve to death, you know? Um, you know, in the past, people have gone through things that were very difficult and had to like really, really stretch things to live within their means. And maybe we're going to have to do that and maybe it won't be so comfortable, but it's not impossible. Um, you know, you don't have to have mandarin orange chicken for, for dinner every night. I certainly agree with that. I think, uh, I think having a backup plan of just like a huge bag of rice, huge bag of beans is not a bad idea. Also not yeah. bad food. Like that's no. great. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about or add or just anything? You know, just uh, hang in there. Be cool to each other. You know, try not, to, try not to stress about things that you don't have control over of. But, like, if you do have control over something, do whatever you can to control it. Yeah, I fully agree, 100%. Well, th- thanks so much, Phil. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I think you're, you. you're, you're killing it right now. Uh, thanks, again, I applaud, applaud you. Um, you. Yeah, everything's great. Thanks so much for, uh, for talking to me and sharing yeah, thanks your, for having me. your experience. Yeah, right. Spent too much time in California. Now I'm in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania.